looking to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Living the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, dream team? Coach D here coming at you with another growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. Each mini-sode is going to offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. And after the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly focus, something small that we can concentrate on for the following seven days. As well as we're going to touch on a physical activity and a nutritional tip that will better assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each mini-sode is going to end with the recommendation for the week. The recommendation could be anything from a podcast, a book, an article, a paper, anything that I think is going to help better educate ourselves toward the overall focus of the week. And if this is your first time listening to a mini-sode, the goal is to listen on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to be ready to start the challenges of the week on Monday. So listen to just one mini-sode every week. And as that week finishes, move on to the next week's mini-sode. I mean, you can start all the way over at mini-sode number one, or you can join up with the team right now. These mini-sodes will only be as beneficial to you as you're willing to make them. So if you're playing along with the weekly focuses or the physical activity and nutrition tips, it'll help you be much more successful to do this with someone in your life. So grab an accountability buddy and share on your social media platforms the challenges of the week. You never know who is going to be quietly watching and rooting for you. And you never know whose life you will truly inspire just by sharing your journey, both the challenges and the successes. You're going to be far more likely with a support system and a social network to be successful. Get someone that's chasing similar fitness goals as you and do this with them. And as you work on making your life healthier and you motivate your network through your positive actions and your lifestyle choices, the ripple effect, it's unimaginable with who will be touched by you motivating and posting, and including others in your journey. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote comes from Dr. Jordan Peterson. Dr. Peterson is a Canadian professor of psychology who's a popular online clinical psychologist and an author. Dr. Peterson said, Perhaps you are overvaluing what you don't have and undervaluing what you do have. Perhaps you're overvaluing what you don't have and undervaluing what you do. I really enjoy this quote. I think it's another way of referring to the common saying of the grass is always greener on the other side. We've all heard that one. Except for with this quote, it really brings to the forefront and is alluding to the fact that we already have something that should be valued. What we already have should be valued more. We've all been there. We want something. We don't have it. And it's all we can think about. Maybe it's that new pair of shoes that Debbie from work wore today. Or maybe it's the newest iPhone that's dropping next month. Maybe it's the body of Buff Billy, your neighbor who runs past your house every single morning with his shirt off. Or maybe it's to be as successful as CEO Boss Lady Stacy, who seems to have all the confidence in the world and probably is loaded financially beyond imagination. We don't have it. We want it. Maybe we feel jealous of the people that have what we don't have. Maybe we think toxic thoughts about those that have what we want. Maybe we put ourselves down because we must not be doing enough if all these other people have what we don't. Like, what could they possibly have that I don't have? 
Have we ever stopped and turned the conversation around? Have we ever taken a second to consider that maybe these people, with all their swag and money and success and whatever the case may be, maybe those people are looking at people like you thinking, man, I really wish I had what they have. CEO Stacy works long, hard hours and never gets to see her friends or family. She might be jealous that you just went on a beach day with your friends and family. Buff Billy spends more time working on his fitness than anything else because maybe he has an insecurity that fills his head every second of every day. He wishes he could just have one day, just one day where he could have a calm, collected mind. Cool Shoes Debbie from work spends all of her hard-earned money on things that she thinks is going to impress all of her peers, only to have that exact opposite reaction of jealousy and envy thrown her way by the very people that she would love to be supported and befriended by. They want it. They don't have it. They overvalue what they don't have and undervalue what they do have. Let's take another route on this twisted road of desire. We want it. We don't have it. But then we finally get it. The new car, the new phone, the new position at work, the new fit body. We worked hard for it because it was killing us not to have it. Then what? Maybe once we achieve it, our wildest dreams do come true. It's our dream life and we won. Maybe. But more than likely, you'll obtain it. And then the next big thing will come by and your satisfaction is going to diminish back to the level when it first started. You may find that this thing you wanted so badly didn't actually fill the void that you wanted it to. And more than likely, the thing you desired so strongly, it probably has some downsides that you never considered. What is it that uh, all those rappers talk about? Mo money, mo problems. I got 99 problems, but uh, well, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. This is just human nature. Even when we have a lot to begin with, it's natural to ask, what else is out there? Am I personally living up to my potential of where I should be with what I should have? Should I be doing more? Should I have more? Is the grass greener? It's human nature. We constantly want what we don't have. We get excited by new things and we move from one cool toy to the next. You've been there. I've been there. We've all been there. But why? It feels like we base our perceptions off of fantasies in our heads that we've created. But in truth, these things really aren't real life. We also base our desires on fear. Fear that we're missing out on everything that's out there. We have this constant image of success, beauty, wealth, happiness, all just bombarding us through every form of media. This is even so prevalent in our society that an entire new word was invented to refer to it. FOMO, you've heard of it, fear of missing out. With billions of things going on in the world, front and center on the screens of our devices, every minute we can see it. With everyone's highlights being blasted at you, one after the other, after the next, all while you struggle to get through the day-to-day grind with the little bit of sanity that you have left from all the craziness that's happening in the world. Yeah, it's no wonder FOMO legit is starting to take over our thoughts and lives. Through social media in particular, FOMO has an obvious and impactful effect on us. When we see pictures or videos of people having fun elsewhere or experiencing the world in ways that we wish that we could, 
we feel that we should be doing the same thing. What do they have that I don't have? I deserve to have that too. I work hard. I make sacrifices. I'm over here working myself to the bone. I deserve that. Well, FOMO perpetuates the view that the way you're spending your time is wrong or less than and that you should be doing something else. Even if you were initially satisfied with what you were doing before you were exposed to what others are doing. When we see other people having fun, now we feel like we should have fun too. We then polish our external environment by buying expensive luxury items. We spend our savings on name brand this and and designer made that, all just to sue the deeper internal dissatisfaction. We honestly feel that buying new material things will bring us happiness and quiet those shouting voices of FOMO in your head, allowing you to just finally be happy. Just like that Kardashian who is perfect in every single way and has the perfect life, right? Well, the truth is human beings are all imperfect. Every single one of us. We all have things that we want to work on. We all have behaviors that we wish we could change. Shinier, greener grass. It's all an illusion that we have created in our ego-driven minds. It's not real. In the end, in my opinion, it's super important just to be aware when we start to breed these thoughts of comparison or jealousy or not enough, we all have them. Be aware of them. Instead of trying to keep up with the Joneses or trying to outdress that stylish Instagram influencer or try to out-travel that lazy bum who always seems to get to go on the fun trips while you're slaving away in your office, instead of letting these negative toxic thoughts take over, just acknowledge that you have them, have empathy for yourself that these are normal thoughts, and then find internal stability and happiness for ourselves without comparing our personal happiness to others. We should find ways to feel good about ourselves. And this doesn't have to depend on others or what they have or what they are doing. Perhaps by finding things that we feel passionate about and pursuing those passions, perhaps we can then find happiness for ourselves. I mean, it seems to me that people are the happiest when they are just living in the moment. And satisfied with what they currently have. The author of the book, All I Really Needed to Know, I Learned in Kindergarten, Robert Fulgram, he said, the grass is not, in fact, always greener on the other side of the fence. The grass is greenest where it is watered. So carry water with you and tend the grass wherever you are. I love that. This week's weekly focus, we're going to be going and changing our verbiage. We are going to be ultra aware of the words that we use. We're going to be very nuanced with how we express and talk about our responsibilities, our errands, our tasks, our projects, our obligations. We're going to rewire our brain toward gratitude for what we have. We're going to take pride and power of our own lives. This week, we're going to change the phrase, I have to blank. And we're going to change it to, I get to blank because we're going to shift our verbiage by one word, and then we're going to offer a why behind it. This is going to create and start to reinforce a positive neural pathway in your brain. It also brings to the front of our awareness 
a sense of gratitude for what we have. And it's going to allow us to zoom out and see the big picture. Yes, changing the one word have to to get to is important. We've kind of heard this before. But what is even more important is our why, is our because. So instead of saying, I have to take the kids to school before I go to the gym today, you say, I get to take the kids to school before I go to the gym because I am lucky enough to have two beautiful children who are blessed to get an education that I am financially able to afford. Whoa, that's a way different statement. I have to work late on Friday. That just sounds terrible. No, I get to work late on Friday because I have a very important project that I'm going to be finishing up that has the potential to get my business to the next level. Whoa. Technically, we don't have to do anything, right? I mean, yes, not doing something, maybe that's going to have implications that are extremely negative that you don't want, but you have the choice to do it or not to do it. You live in a free country and not everyone in this world has that luxury. It's so easy to get lost in the day-to-day little stuff. And our brain does such a good job at making the little stuff seem so big and so important sometimes. With our verbiage, with our expression of what we have, and with our awareness of just exactly how big or little this thing is in your life, in the grand scheme of things, of course, this can help rewire our brain and show us exactly what's really important. You don't have to do this week's weekly focus, but you get to. And that should make you feel pretty blessed, in my opinion. This week's physical activity tip. If you have a body, you have a gym. That's right. There are no excuses for you to not move your body. If you have control of your body, if you can move it, and if you can move it well, you can work on making it stronger, more resilient, and healthier. If you can't move it very well, then that's going to be our goal is to get there. We oftentimes overvalue all the bells and whistles that come with being an exerciser, the new shoes, the stylish leggings, the moisture wicking clothes, the wireless Bluetooth waterproof headphones, the expensive high-end gym membership, the supplements that are going to get you where you want to go, and and maybe even the top-of-the-line personal trainer helping to program your workouts and motivate you towards your goals. All of that stuff, not required. If you have a body, you have a gym. You undervalue just what your body can do and just how much impact you can have by moving it. Now, yes, strength training with weights is super important. It helps maintain bone density. It helps create precious lean muscle tissue that has so many benefits towards our quality of life and longevity. It helps to progressively overload and help give us strength that we need. But all those dumbbells and barbells and crazy pieces of equipment, all those things are doing is they're helping you add a load and stimulate the muscles of your body. And this can be done with your body weight. For those of you looking to lose a bit of weight as a goal, it could be easy to just figure out how to increase your daily movement and steps. How can I increase my movement and how can I decrease my daily sedentary activity like sitting or standing in the same place all for long periods of time. Walks, hikes, and even something like as simple as rebounding on a mini trampoline, which yes, I, rec- I realize that this requires an investment to buy a trampoline, um, and it's not just your body, but rebounding I do think is way underrated. If you YouTube rebounder workouts, you'll see what I mean. 
you can figure out a way to add body weight movements to your increased movement as far as maybe your hikes or your walks. Like one of my favorite things to do on hikes is I make it a goal. I commit to myself that every time I see a bench or a table, I stop and I do 20 push-ups and 10 step-ups per leg. The push-ups, they can be super elevated depending on your fitness level. Maybe you're standing almost upright and you do them on the tabletop. Or maybe you go a little bit lower and you do the push-ups on the, on the tabletop step. Or maybe you just do them on the ground if you have the strength. I mean, I've worked my way up to where I can now elevate my feet up onto the step of the table, creating a decline push-up. So you really can regress or progress any exercise as much as you need to be able to hit whatever goal you're looking for as long as you're creative enough. And I mean, you have a supercomputer in your pocket. If you YouTube the question that you have, you're most likely going to find lots of ideas. We have to stop making excuses and overvaluing all these perks when it comes to your fitness. I have to get my outfits right. I have to get, I have to get more fit in order to be to do it to able to start. I'm telling you, if you start with something really, really small, if you make yourself feel successful with that one little thing, it will grow. It will evolve into something really special. Take a five minute short walk in the morning. And that's going to evolve into a small five-minute walk with maybe some body exercises thrown in there, which could evolve into a 10-minute walk with the exercises, which then evolves into a a 10-minute walk in the morning and a 10-minute walk at night. You can take these evolutions wherever you want to take it. Once you start to feel the benefits of taking control and moving your body, it's going to go, it's going to roll downhill from there. Figure out what you want to do and then scale it all the way down to something that's easy, something that's almost impossible for you not to do. Maybe it's 10 body weight squats while you're waiting for your coffee to brew in the morning. Think about all the things that you want to do with your body when you're 80 years old. And if you can't even do them now, you got to start valuing what you can do with your body and slowly working your way to getting there. All right, moving on to this week's nutrition tip. This week, I'm taking advice from my best friend and partner in crime, Jamie Martinez. She's kind of the uh, nutrition person of our household. This is her real-life experience to making yummy, simple meals with things that we already have stocked in our pantry and fridge. Perhaps you're overvaluing what you don't have and undervaluing what you already have in your kitchen. We're going to talk about some common seasonings that you probably already have. But if you don't have these, you can purchase them one time online, super easy, and they'll stay stocked in your kitchen for months. So I'm gonna lift off, list off these spices and things that we currently enjoy in our household. Number one, lemon pepper and Himalayan sea salt. Lemon pepper combined with Himalayan sea salt, she makes the best Brussels sprouts or broccoli or broccolini or asparagus. All she does is sprinkle lemon pepper and Himalayan sea salt on these veggies and then bakes them in the oven. Amazing. Another thing that she adds to chicken to make it taste great, rosemary, salt, and pepper. Simple. Chicken, rosemary, salt, and pepper. Uh, Next, these spices are great with chicken, cod, sweet potatoes, Uh, thyme, cumin, red chili flakes, salt, and pepper. Thyme, cumin, red chili flakes, salt, and pepper, Great on cod, chicken, sweet potatoes. And then the way that we have our red meat, our steak, all we do is we put thyme, salt, and pepper on it. Boom. 
it is done. So these spices, definitely invest in having those. Also, Trader Joe's has three delicious seasoning blends. Insane, the kind of blends that these guys have over here at Trader Joe's. It's amazing. If you go to TraderJoe's.com, you'll be able to find a bunch of these. Our favorites are number one, citrusy garlic blend. Garlic makes everything taste better. Why? Uh, Use it like a rub on any of your proteins and veggies for grilling or on the skillet or roasting in the oven. Citrusy garlicky, garlicky blend on proteins and veggies. Another one, you guys have heard of the any everything but bagel sesame seed blend. Everything but bagel, great. It's a great addition to avocado toast, roasted potatoes, uh, stuff like that. But they also have number three, everything but the elote. Uh, sprinkle some of this everything but elote spice on roasted corn on the cob or veggies or other meats. Adds a nice little Mexican spice to it. Don't undervalue pre-made sauces from your local grocery store either. This can help save so much time and provide a delicious, healthy meal for you and the fam super quick. So here's four of our favorite simple recipes. Number one, for your salmon or your chicken, all you got to do is top it with pesto. Put it in the oven for 450 degrees and boom, done. Salmon or chicken, pesto on top, 415 degrees, you got it. Um, great with steaks. Number two, chimichurri. Oh, put chimichurri on top of your steak. We've been loving cooking a few different veggies on the stove with this sauce as well and the steaks. Absolutely delicious. Number three, sweet Thai chili sauce is amazing on any type of fish and just bake it. Sweet Thai chili sauce on any type of fish, salmon, cod, great stuff there. Bake it. And then number four, marinara. Top your chicken and bake or cook on the stove with some ground beef. And then Jamie likes to use chickpea pasta. She says it's high in protein, uh, low in carbohydrates. Chickpea pasta, check it out. Uh, Cook that with your chicken or ground beef, marinara. It's great in a bowl, super easy. And that's it for this week's nutrition tip. Let's move on to this week's recommendation. Lastly, this week's recommendation is to read the book, Breath. I've talked about this many times on my social media feeds. I've probably talked about it on one of the masterclass episodes. Breath by James Nestor. You have the ability to control so many things with this autonomic nervous system function. At the end of this book, there's also follow along breath work modules for many situations. It's crazy to me to think that the thing that we've been doing since the very moment we came into this world, we've changed and been doing it all wrong. We've become a society of mouth breathers and have shifted away from nasal breathing. We have lost sight of all the value that nasal breathing has to offer. And this is something that we have control over. And if you want to learn why this is important, how to do it, and then the ability to practice with different drills at the end of the book, I highly recommend you check this out. I listened to it on audiobook and it was amazing. I haven't thought about breathing the same since. I have also utilized breathing to help me get through uncomfortable, stressful situations, to help take me from a stressful state to a relaxed state, to help me train more optimally, and to help me recover better. If you've already read it, I want to know what you think. And if you decide to check it out, I also want to know what you learned. Let me know what you think. 
And that's it, my friends, for this week's growth mini-sode. Each week, we're going to focus on something new and dial in a different aspect of physical activity and nutrition. Share with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. Post on your social media stories and let us know what you get to do and why you get to do it. Post a video of you using your body as a gym or preparing your simple meal with things that you already have around the kitchen. Check out the book, Breath. It will have a profound impact on the way that you live. And make sure you tag me and share your journey. Let me know if you have any other suggestions or tips that will help this live in the dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. And I'll be right here with you working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.